how much I have um, disconnected, what am I saying? Disconnected myself from other people and in, in, in a good way and a bad way. So I, I feel like in the last year, definitely the last six months, I have spent more time alone than normal. And I love to spend time alone. I think for sure I'm like a, a very introverted extrovert. I think people assume I'm an extrovert because all of the work I do is like with other people, but I'm very much introverted through and through hundred percent. But I was thinking about how I really, not to say I become a loner. And I also, uh, you know, it's different because I, I, been in a relationship for the last year. So I could also say, you know, I've become one of those people that just spends time with their partner, but Andrew is not even here half the time. He's, he's away working half the time. And then when he's not here, I am very much just like doing my own thing on my own. I have a few people that I see and talk to, but for the most part, I've actually found it really not difficult because I guess I'm making that decision, but it's been challenging to like stay in touch with people and make plans to see people because I do feel that I am very, very, very busy on that note. Another thing I'll notice is that I am notorious for worrying what people think about me. I second guess anything I put on the internet, which might be surprising to people. I post and ghost, like I will literally post something and then be like, well, like that's enough. And I will just like leave my phone for the whole day because I get really nervous about what people are going to say. And one thing that's really shifted for me the last couple months has been, I just don't I don't want to say I don't care what people think of me because I think when people say that they're full of shit, truly. I just, I just can't wrap my brain around how you could not care what anyone thinks of you. I think the people that, and this is my opinion, I think the people that really like rah, rah, I don't care what people think of me care the most is my opinion. So it's not that I don't care what anyone thinks of me anymore. I have just really blocked that out of my like I just don't even let it be a thought in my mind. Well, what are people going to think about this? What are people going to think about this? Almost as if I'm in survival mode with my business. And what's made, what made me think about this is last night on the yoga teacher training call, because we started our teacher training last night, I gave the analogy, which those of you that have done training with me, some of you have heard this story about the burning house. And the whole thing is like, okay, imagine you're standing in front of a burning house and there's, you know, like, all this scary shit in front of the house. And I tell you, can you go into the house and go upstairs and grab $20 off the bed? There's $20 bill upstairs. Are you going to go get it? And everybody's always like, no, why would I do that? Right. But then you tell the story again, you say, you know, you're standing outside of this really big house. There's a big fence covered in barbed wire. The house is on fire. And in the top floor on the bed is the person you love the most. And the house, the house is on fire. And then the question is, are you going to go get the person? And everybody is always like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get the person. Absolutely. hundred percent. And so the difference is your why, like, what's your why for wanting to do this thing? Right. And it's like, no matter how much you're afraid of all these other external things, you're still going in the house anyway, because you are so focused on what it is you have to get right. Saving that person. You're so focused on that. I feel like that is where I'm at in my business. I am so focused on this is where I'm trying to get, not even trying. This is where I'm going. I am going here and I can't let all this other stuff distract me. And that's essentially what is it, it is, is it's distracting. And it's like, why are we sitting here being so worried about 
posting online or promoting something, like ask yourself, who is it that I'm, that I'm afraid of? Like, you're not just thinking the whole group of people, there's gotta be back there in your subconscious. There's gotta be one person, two people, three people. Who are they? When I really, when I really sat down to think about this, it was like the most ridiculous people where I was like, why do I care what these people think? And here's the thing. These people are not paying your bills, right? These people are not paying your bills, right? They're not, they're not out there hustling, doing what you're doing. So why, like, they're not invested in what you're doing. They're not like an employee and maybe they are, but for this story, they are not right. So why are we letting them have a say, even though they're not having a say, you are just putting words in their mouth. You're just deciding this person is going to judge me. This person is going to think this is stupid. We're just like giving a platform to people just, and we're just making all this stuff up. Like literally, unless somebody has outwardly said to you, what you're doing is ridiculous, yada, yada, yada. And that's hard too. And what's tough is when the people that are saying these things are family, right? Because we're so programmed to think like family is forever. And um, I think that that can be a whole other issue is trying to, you know, think like, okay, I have to make sure my family agrees with me. I will tell you, I will come right out and tell you, I used to be, and it makes me really sad to think about it, but I used to be so, um, like I just really wanted my whole family to just think I was so great and so successful. And I, I would leave family events and I could like look back on it and the way I was acting and I would leave family events. And I would realize that I was showing up to these events being like, um, Oh guys, like, here's another story. And here's another thing I'm doing. And it's sad because it was almost like a child version of me that was like, Oh, like pick me, pick me, listen to what I've got to say. Listen, listen, listen. Like I just wanted so bad to just be really impressive and, and be like, look, guess what I'm doing. And, and just anytime I could say how, you know, how successful I was or whatever, like I was trying to prove myself and it got to be a problem because I would leave these family events and I, and I'm sure like, I've never said this. I'm sure if any, and one of my family is listening to this at any point, they would feel so sad to know this, but I just really, really wanted to just showcase like how great I was and be proud of me and look at me, look at me, look at me. And that's such like a, um, that's such like a, like a shadow part of us, right. That just says like, but love me, pick me, choose me. And I still have this, like, I'm the first person to like volunteer my time, my services, whatever. If I can help you, I want to be like, let me fix it. Let me help. Let me help. Let me help. Cause I want people like, it's so true. I want people to be like, wow, you're so amazing. And so great. Like, right. And so I was like, where was I going <laughs> with this story? And so I, I found that I had to stop talking about my business with my family. I had to just stop talking about it. It's kind of like those things where people say like, just do it in silence, like do the hard thing in silence, hustle in silence. Like you'll show people through your actions. And I think that's what I just started to do. And I just said like, I got to stop talking. I got to stop going to family dinners and just being like, this is what's going on in my business and yada, yada, yada. Because then what happens is I feel because I'm sharing all the good stuff. Now, all of a sudden I feel compelled. Like I have to share the bad stuff. Right. Um, and that is just me naturally. I love, I don't, I don't, maybe I don't love it, but it's just very much a part of who I am. I share the good stuff and the bad stuff. 
And I feel like I can't just share one part of me, even though we get to decide what we disclose to other people. So I had to stop sharing all of that stuff with my family. Um, and I really honestly stopped sharing with a lot of people because there are a lot of people, a lot of people in my life, and I'm sure a lot of people in your life who I just couldn't, I even had to say to Andrew, um, that's my partner. And I feel so an adult when I call him my partner. Because I'm like, that's my boyfriend. And then I was like, no, he's my partner. Anyways, side note. So I had to say to Andrew, we were talking about finances and he was talking about saving, 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 saving. That was basically the like topic of conversation. And I said to him, okay, I love you. Can we stop just talking about money in terms of saving money? I need, I need you to flip the script. We need to talk about how can we earn more? I don't want to just be thinking in lack and like, okay, saving, saving. How can we think in, how can we earn more money? How can we bring in more money? Right. So it's just like switching the, the, the way in which we're looking at the thing, instead of thinking in like lack, we're thinking in abundance, not to say that I'm like, fuck saving money. Like, absolutely. We have, have worked on that, but I had to stop spending my time with, with people who, um, basically when I would talk to them about my business were looking at it or talking to me about it from a lens of like lack, like, well, that must be so hard. And this is hard. And this, because you are like the people you spend the most time with. It is so, it is freaking true. So if you are in a space right now where you are not happy with your life, I mean, don't blame other people, but you have to look at like, what is, what am I attracting, right? Like, what am I being a match for? Because you're always being a match for something. So if right now nothing is working, everything is failing, you don't believe in yourself. Okay, so that's on you. You need to take accountability for that. You are the one that's going to change that. But also look at what's around you, right? Who are you spending time with? What are you listening to? What are you taking in? What are you choosing to believe, because if you put yourself in a room with, and this is why things like this are so important and it, 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 not to go on like a rant and I know I'm not, don't want to shame anyone for like how they choose to spend their money, but like it blows my mind and good for you. If you think you can do it, it blows my mind when people are so resistant to doing any kind of like group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching. And they're like, now nah, I'm going to do it on my own. It's fucking hard to do it on your own. It's really tough. Because the reason why containers are so great, right? Whether it's like a mastermind or group coaching, or you go to free calls, free communities, there's things in the city that's like, you know, whatever for entrepreneurs, you have to put yourself in the room with people who are ahead of you. Okay. You can't be ahead, but also trying to build this thing looking back at, you know, your friends over here, not to say anyone's below you or anything. That's all I'm saying. And be like, oh my God, like this thing is really, really hard. Like chances are they're, they're going to be like, fuck yeah, it looks really hard, right? Versus like putting yourself in the room with people who have done the thing, who have built the thing. And so I really had to, again, this isn't to say that any of my people that I'm friends with or any of my family, that anyone's bad or that anyone is below me or that I only want to hang out with successful people. But I really had to say like, I am deeply, deeply sensitive and I am easily influenced 
And so I have to be so careful about who I'm spending my time with and who I'm sharing my ideas with. <clears throat> like when I first found out that I was $100,000 in debt from my company, I was like, but then I was also like, okay, I didn't get into $100,000 of debt because I racked up a bunch of credit cards, right? This is from growing a business. Like this is because I made money. That's how I got into this, this debt. It was from taxes. And so I literally, there was a, a major piece of me. And this is why I love Andrew so much because he is hundred percent behind me, whatever I say. He, and I don't know if he's faking it, but he's always like, yeah. And he'll send me like links to things. And he's like, have you tried YouTubing? And, um, he's been researching, he bought a drone recently. So he's like, I can take drone footage of you. Like he's honestly so supportive, but, um, I would tell people like, you know, I have all, I have all this tax, this tax debt, which I got into from making money. And there was a major part of me that thought easy, I can get out of this easy. Truly. I thought that I was like, easy peasy. Um, I, I, and I, I do this thing. I'm all about evidence-based, like it has a name and there's a book that came out and I really, I haven't read it yet, but I've listened to a podcast where someone was interviewing this guy and he talks all about this thing about what we look for, what, whatever we believe we will look for evidence to support. And you, most of you guys know, I'm so into that. And so I call it like evidence-based psychology. I don't know if there's a real, if that's a legitimate name for it, but essentially I thought to myself, I'll do, I did this thing and I do this all the time where I said, okay, a hundred thousand dollars. What are all the ways I can make a hundred thousand dollars? It's like, that's being in solution. That's thinking big. Okay. That's how, that's how successful people get to be successful. They, they, they try different things. They're not just like, oh my God, it worked. Right. You try and you try and you try and you try. And part of that is mapping it out and being open to different possibilities. So I wrote a list of all the ways I was going to generate a hundred K and it was hundred percent. It was doable. But do you think anybody that I told, most people thought, oh yeah, you're totally going to get out of that. Everybody was like, that is so bad. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That is terrible. This is so terrible. And then you know what happened? I started to think, oh my God, what am I going to do? This is so terrible, right? And a lot of people saying like, this is what you should do and telling me what to do. And I you really need to learn how to, and if you're interested in how that story ends, um, go get on the Patreon. I tell the whole story. It's wild. I'll tell everybody one day, but for now I'm just in it still. But I had to, I had to realize like, okay, whoa, like it's really difficult to believe in yourself when everybody else is saying like, mm, no, not to say it's like, being gaslit because I don't want to say that that's it's what it's like but it's like if you were like oh my gosh like you know the sky is blue and then everyone's like what do you mean it's blue this guy's not blue this guy's white this guy's white and you're like is it white I don't know if that's a good example of the same thing but that's kind of how it felt it felt like and, and not just this one thing but I've had this in so many different areas and I'm sure that some of you guys can relate. And so it's really, really important to stay really rooted in your personal practice, right? Stay rooted in your personal practices, 
be so mindful and careful about what you consume. Do you know that I have so many people muted on Instagram? I don't want to see anyone in my industry, other successful yoga teachers in Calgary, freaking power to them, right? I'm not out here saying I don't support other yoga teachers or other women or anything like that. I just can't see what they're doing because then I start to compare myself to them and I'm not in my own lane, right? Instead, I'm looking at who is like miles ahead of me that I'm like, okay, I'm going to where you're going. It's like eye on the prize. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. And all of a sudden I start to look at somebody who's kind of where I'm at. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm not fucking paying attention to where I'm going. And then boom, you crash dead. Right. So really, really important. I'm just look at this. This could have been like eight different topics, but we're just getting a riff. We're getting a rant, but essentially it's like, you just, again, you have to ask yourself, what am I being a match for right now? Right. What am I attracting right now? Or who am I being to attract this goes both ways, right? If everything around you is total chaos right now, you have to ask yourself, okay, I'm obviously believing something to attract all of this. I'm obviously behaving a certain way to attract all of this. You, that's if you want to change, if you want to make a change in your life, that's the way you have to think. And I'm not, I don't want to dismiss um, difficult things that people go through. And, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, you have to ask yourself, okay, what am I choosing to believe? Right. It's like the one thing you can control is the way you're perceiving things, right? What you choose to believe. And that's going to create your entire reality. So it's like, choose to believe in something that's going to support you, right? It, it's like, it's not, sometimes I, I tell myself, I'm like, wow, like, I think we've made it out to be, it's so hard to achieve your goals. It's so hard to be successful. It's so hard to grow business. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. That's just like the narrative in the world. And then you go out and you look for evidence to say, yeah, that's right. It's hard. What if it isn't hard? What if it's easy? What is hard about it? Right? Like really, really ask yourself that. What is hard about it? Right? Make a list. I'm really into lists. Evidence. You want to stay with the facts. Don't get all up in storyland. Like, I can't post this because so-and-so is going to think it's stupid. Like, how do you know that? Right? And you have one life. One life. If you are lucky, it's a long life. Right? Otherwise, you don't know. We don't know. And so you're going to let a story, not a fact, a story about what somebody might think about you affect your ability to live that one life, right? You're just going to stand on the sidelines. You're like, I'm not even going in because so-and-so over here from fucking high school or whatever might read my post and tell her friends like, oh my God, look at what Amanda's doing. Who does she think she is? Guess what? They're fucking saying that anyway. 
right? They're saying that anyway. You want to tell me that you have never came across, come across somebody's posts on Instagram and thought, of course you have. I do it too. I see people stuff and I'm like, oh my God, look at this person. What did, what does she think? Like, who does she think she is? She's not that great. She doesn't know that much. Look at her posting on how much money she makes. It. Do you know what part of me is saying that? The scared part of me, the scared part of me that thinks like, I am worried I will never be good enough. Okay, nobody is judging you because they have their life together and they are truly happy with where they are. If someone is judging you, they're freaking scared too. So the irony is we're just a bunch of scared people not doing anything, right? So you have to do something, you have to take action. And then it gets easier sometimes. It gets easier and you gain a little momentum, right? And then it gets harder again. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I just sent out a newsletter this morning and I was thinking about how my personal life, I feel like every time I do a post, I'm like, oh, things are so, I've just been through a really hard five months or I've been through a really hard six months. I've, you know what? I guess that's just the way it's going to be for the rest of my life until I die. There will always be a hard three months behind me, right? And it's like, there's all these different domains in our lives. And for me, for a long time, I struggled in my personal life in terms of um, the way I felt about my body, the way I felt about my relationships with other people, my relationships, my romantic relationships. And now I feel like I'm in a really great place with those things. I feel like I have much better boundaries. I am in a really, really happy relationship. I feel really, really good about my body and I take care of myself in a way that works for me. And I'm like, I did it. I'm up here. And then over here in my business or whatever finances, it's way down here. But that's life, right? And that's life. And it's just, you just got to kind of learn to balance between the two. But don't be, I'm like, what was the point of this whole chat? This whole thing, I think, I guess the, the theme in all of this is just like not holding back from what's possible in your life because you are concerned about what somebody thinks of you. And really, really, this is maybe a bit of a mind fuck here, but really, that just means you're concerned. Like if, if you're if you're worried about what someone else thinks of you, that's just because there's a part of you that thinks those things about you. And it's easier to put that on someone else. There's a part of you that thinks, who am I to do this? If you really, truly thought that is like me, like imagine someone came up to you and said, oh my God, like you have three arms. You would be like, what? Is this, I'm like, is this insensitive to people that have three arms? Just, <laughs> it's the example. We're going to go with it, right? But like, they're like, you have three arms and two heads, right? You'd be like, would you be offended if someone's like, oh my God, like you have three arms and two heads. You wouldn't be offended. Why? Why are you not offended? <clears throat> because you know it's not true. You just like know in your being it is not true. 
you're like, I do not have three arms and I do not have two heads. Like, and then you kind of just think like, okay, whatever. And you just go on with your day. Right. But if someone says like, oh my gosh, like, um, are you even like experienced enough to be like teaching this yoga workshop? And maybe you're like, absolutely. Same thing. Same thing as the arms and heads. You're like, yeah, I am. But like, actually, no, you're not just like, I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. I don't know about that. Right. Someone says to you like, oh, wow. Like, do you really think you're good enough to be teaching this workshop? And then there, maybe there's a part of you that thinks like, am I good enough? Like, no, I don't. Right. Um, there's a saying, and I don't know who says it. You can Google it, but people can only hurt you. Um, I'm going to mess this up. It only hurts where there's already a wound. It, it only stings. That makes sense, right? It only, people can only sting you. <clears throat> wouldn't be hurt. People can hurt you anywhere. It, people can only sting you where there's already an open wound, right? So it's like, you know, in your being, you don't have two heads and three arms, but do you know in your being that you are absolutely good enough the way you are, right? That's why it hurts when someone says something. Or that's why we're making up stories and we're not going out there and posting what we want to post and showing up as we want to show up, right? All right, <clears throat> your homework, your homework for this week, for today, is to answer the question, or maybe it's like a multitude of questions. I'm like, pause, thinking. Who? Or no, not who. If nobody would be mad at you or judge you, what would you do? Or in other words, if everybody in the world supported your one idea, what would you do? And you have to ask yourself this again and again and again and again, because this is your one life. And you've got to make sure that you are living it. You're not just like surviving it, trying to like dodge things, right? Live it. And in living it, you got to take the good with the bad. And that's just a part of it. You got to know, right? A lot of us, the reason a lot of us are playing small, the number one reason most of us, all of us are playing small is because it's safe. So opening yourself up to knowing like, okay, it's not going to be safe, but that's the risk, right? There's a saying in yoga, a lot of quotes today. Uh, and I say it's saying in yoga, it's not a yoga quote, but I was told it in a yoga class, one of my first yoga classes I ever went to. Some of you guys have heard it before, but um, the quote is coming to your edge is like standing on the edge of a cliff. So if you don't go far enough, <clears throat> you don't, you miss out on the whole view. And if you go too far, you fall off and you hurt yourself. And so ask yourself, like, am I, maybe that's a bad example, because then you're going to be like, I don't want to go too far and hurt myself. But it's like, that's just how you learn, right? But if you don't go far enough, you're not going to see anything. You just climb this big mountain and you're like, "Mm, that's it. It's like standing like 10 feet back from the edge or further than that. You don't even get to see the view. It's like, what's the point, right? Of all that hard work. And life is hard work. 
So you should be able to enjoy it and you should make sure that you're living it for you. So that is my TED talk for you today. Amanda talk for you today. Um, I love you so much. And let me know what you think of this in the comments. I think most of you guys are going to be watching the replay. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.